Inside Seniors Health FSP 360, der Karriere-Podcast in der klinischen Forschung mit Ben Hasfurt und Maike Schäfers. Hello and welcome to this very special episode of our podcast Inside Senior Health FSP 360. We dare this experiment as non-native speakers to record in English this time because we think it's important that everyone has the chance to get insight in the recruitment processes at FSP 360. And for this reason, we are talking today to our TA specialist Alexandra Mulona about recruitment processes, how you could apply for a job at FSP 360, what you should expect and how you can prepare yourself. And now let's get started. Hi, Maike. Great to have you back on the show. I felt a bit lonely during the last episode, so I'm really happy that you're able to make it and to join for this interview with our TA specialist, Alexandra Milona. Yes, Ben. Hi, I'm back from vacation, feeling really relaxed. I had really a great time with my family, but I'm also happy to be back co-hosting the podcast here. And especially today, I'm very happy to have Alexandra on the call. So Alexandra, as you already mentioned, is our TA specialist responsible for recruitment at Sinus Health in the Dach region as well as uh, EMEA region. So hi, Alexandra. Hi, Maike. Hi, Ben. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Great to have you on the show. Thank you. So, Alexandra, we each uh, know each other very well because we are in regular contact. We um, talk to each other, I guess, on a daily basis. So, But yes. I guess it would be nice for the audience that you might um, tell them who you are. Absolutely. So, yeah, my name is Alexandra Milona. I am originally from Greece and... I have joined uh, Cineos Health this summer, so quite recently. And before that, I started my career at uh, Roche in Switzerland as a talent acquisition intern there. After that, I briefly went through an assignment at agency to learn a little bit more about this world as well. And uh, finally, right before I joined Cineos, I was at Novartis uh, headquarters in Switzerland. I started there as a senior talent acquisition partner. And then during my last year, I served as a country lead of the local on-site RPO. And yeah, and now I'm here and I'm super excited to be working with you guys on a daily basis. Great. We are also happy to have you on board. The TA group is growing constantly as well as our yes. whole company. So how was your um, start at Cineos? So I had a really, really great onboarding for about two, two and a half weeks, basically, where I could purely focus on really learning everything that I needed to know, and then just slowly starting to get into my work responsibilities and only then receiving some roles to start recruiting for. And this is quite important, I think, because even when you're senior and you've done this before, um, still, you know, every time you move into a new company, it's really nice to be given this time to, to really learn 
learn properly. And I had some interesting trainings as well uh, with different training partners from US as well as Europe. And then, yeah, it was very smooth, I would say. Thanks, Alexandra, for sharing this. So uh, maybe you can tell us um, what are your responsibilities at the moment in the TA group? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I'm working as part of the FSP team in uh, recruitment, which means that I'm responsible for filling sponsor-based roles in clinical field uh, specifically. And uh, basically, I do end-to-end -end recruitment. So this means from the very beginning, uh, scouting, recruiting, uh, having interviews with the candidates, then preparing offers, negotiating, and everything up to ordering the contract stage. So you are the person um, a candidate is in contact with at the first time when a, um, a candidate is applying to an open job position? So that depends. So basically, we also have uh, talent scouts in our team. And this is a separate role from uh, being a talent acquisition partner like myself for roles that are more niche and we require some additional support. Um, we have a talent scout as well that might have an initial call first with the candidate before sending them to me. So this is the case if it's someone who was directly in contact with one of our scouts. On the other case is that if it's someone that I am directly in contact with either via LinkedIn or because someone applied directly online, then I would be the first contact point in this case. So thanks. Um, so you showed us the recruitment process. Maybe you have uh, some additional comments on the recruitment process at Seneos Health. So overall, you have as a candidate, as I mentioned first, either this talent scout or this talent acquisition partner call as a first step in either case. Then what usually comes up after that is a call with the uh, hiring manager of the call, usually plus one or two more people from the team to be able to provide a more complete overview to candidates as part of this next interview experience. And then depending on the role that uh, someone has applied in, there may be also a final uh, meeting with the client as well. It depends really on the client and on the role. So it doesn't happen for, for all of our roles, but it's also quite common that uh, the person would have the chance to have a final meeting with the client as well. And this is it in terms of overview of the interviewing process. So we really strive to keep it, you know, as focused as possible with not like too many people involved. We are trying to keep in mind the candidate's journey and the candidate's experience in this journey. And I am aware also from past of cases in, in other companies, you know, where the recruitment process involves really a lot, lot of partners. Um, I've seen people being interviewed from nine to five. 
and having shared their story so many times that mm -hmm. in the end it just becomes so difficult for them to focus. And this is, of course, also something that affects their interview performance and ultimately the hiring decision. So I find it very refreshing that we keep it focused, we keep it short, and people are able to get all the information they need without feeling completely drained out by the end of the process. So if I am a, a candidate or I saw um, an open position at Seniors Health, which ways can I use to get in contact with you or with Seniors Health? Yeah, that is a good question. Um, so there are a couple of different options there. The first option is, of course, for candidates to have a look directly at our careers website, which is seniorshealth.com uh, slash careers. So quite easy to remember or just Google it. Um, and there they can have an overview into all of our open positions and apply directly online. In this way, candidates ensure that the right person is going to review their application. Oftentimes, people might know someone working in the company, um, either from talent acquisition or from other parts of the business, and they might uh, get in touch, but it's not sure that, you know, this would be the right person to review this application. So definitely, in my opinion, it's always a good option to, to apply online because then you're absolutely sure that the responsible person is going to be reviewing your application. The other option, if I am, for instance, sharing about certain openings that I am recruiting for directly uh, online in my LinkedIn and people see this, then they can also reach out to me directly and, and, and we can just have a chat there. So those are like a couple of different options. And I think what we can always do is um, put the links and the webpage as usual in the show notes that everyone who is interested maybe in visiting the career portal or our LinkedIn profiles will see this by reviewing the podcast notes later on. Thanks, Perfect. Alexandra. Yes. So what we have highlighted here so far is actually how candidates can approach us. We also um, got to know you as a person. But what I would be interested in now is also what do you or what do we all actually expect from candidates when they apply at us? Is there anything that people should be prepared for or any advice that we could, could give potential candidates who are applying at Senior Health FSP 360? Absolutely. So I can share what is important for me, first of all, as a talent acquisition partner is that I want to get to know the person, right? So this is the most important thing for the first discussion. Of course, we will talk about their experience as well and, and their background and their motivation. But uh, most important thing is for me to, to create this connection, to get a feeling um, of the person, to make them feel comfortable, but also learn about them. Uh, because for us, team fit is also a very important aspect. And we're always looking for good team members And of course, we also talk about qualifications and everything else, but this is also a very important aspect of our interviews. Additionally, what they can expect is, of course, that um, I also always leave some time for me to give more information to the candidates about the role. This first 
TA discussion is usually not as long as, you know, the rest of the interviews that they might have down the process. And in my past experience, I've seen that sometimes people kind of skip that because they are overly focused in examining whether the person fits for them. And they don't really leave so much time in ensuring that the candidate also gets some first information about the role other than what they have already read in the job description. Hmm. Um, so I definitely want to take the time and I always ensure to do that. Of course, at the next interview with a hiring manager, they would get much more information, but I definitely want to respect their time as well and share already some first input there. And I also leave time for some first questions in the end. Yeah. And I think you mentioned really a very important aspect here that talking on eye level is really important and trying to find and to understand the candidate's needs. So that just reminds me actually of a story when, when I applied for my first job. So I think the environment on the job market actually has changed over the past couple of years. And I'm not sure if you would agree on that. But when I applied, for example, for my first job, It was more like a catalog of questions which I had to answer more or less correctly to be allowed to make the next step in the application process. So mm -hmm. basically, during the interviews that we conduct at Seniors Health FSP 360, and Micah and me, for example, we are hiring managers, we are talking to people on eye level and we try to find the optimal position for the candidates. So it might not be the position this person has applied to, but maybe there's another opportunity, which is even a better match if we talk to people, if we try to find out about their experiences, about their past responsibilities, and then we find a solution. So, Alexander, what is actually your opinion on that approach or maybe your experience from the past regarding this? Yeah, that's a very good observation. Thank you for sharing your experience, Ben. So this is definitely something that I've experienced in the past and I've seen it happen as well. I would say it depends on a couple of factors. So when you see that someone is literally going through a list of questions, it could be an indication that maybe the person is a little bit more junior in recruitment and, you know, all of us in the beginning might be a bit stressed out and not know exactly what to talk about. So it could be the case for someone who is really just starting out in talent acquisition. But the other factor is that regardless their experience, it is something that could be coming out of the company's culture and how they want things done mm -hmm. in a specific way, in a specific environment. Personally, I don't interview in this way. I have not done so for my previous assignments as well. Of course, there are some some things to, to cover, of course. But from there on, it's it's really also creating the conversation and just Yeah, drawing from what the other person across from you is saying and taking it from there. Yeah, so you would agree that actually it's more like we're trying to find a common ground to talk um, and to really understand the story of the candidate and then try to find the right fit for this candidate. Absolutely, yes. And I think that's the most important thing. Mm -hmm. It's about the person and then... Um, yeah. The roles, as you said, you might have also some other role that you can think about that might fit them as well, but it's more about the person. So, Yeah, and that's exactly what I have observed in the past. So I think the environment, the culture and also the philosophy has changed in the companies and 
There's one question that I wanted to ask you. Um, what we can actually offer as um, Seniors Health, when you talk to our candidates, how do you describe Seniors Health? What would be your first explanation? What kind of culture and philosophy we in FSP 360 can offer to candidates? Yes, that's a great question. Thank you. So one of the things that I definitely uh, like to share in my interview about what we can offer in terms of culture and work environment is definitely, uh, first of all, our flexibility. So I think we're quite proud and quite good at offering flexibility in, in the way that work is done. We are a very trust-based environment and, and, you know, we are happy to extend this to all of our employees. And I can even speak out of my personal experience in the company. For example, I am uh, working full time and I'm just wrapping up now my MBA that I'm doing after work. And, you know, sometimes I have class a little bit earlier or, you know, I might need to to attend to that and and it's just very flexible basically i can just start a little bit earlier or have a break and continue my work later basically so it's it's really very human and and very flexible and we also definitely support people's development so this is also very important and as in my case with further education as well it's something that is possible for me to do because of how the work is set up and and how the culture of the company is um, so this is definitely like a major aspect. From there on, you know, it's a lot, it's really a hot topic right now going on around work-life balance in the workplace. It's a little bit of a cliche that we hear around everywhere, but I prefer to talk to candidates more about life-work balance and not work-life balance anymore, because especially after COVID, things has changed. And I think Uh, this is something that the company does put first, the life and then the work. Yeah, and I think we are completely aligned here. <laughs> of course. <laughs> and I really like this new phrase of life-work balance. And I think it really starts during the hiring process where you get the feeling if this company is the right company for you, whether you want to plan your future with this company, your next couple of years with that company. And it starts... Again, during the hiring process, during the first contact with TA specialists, for example, with the hiring managers, if you have the feeling that it is a, something like, like a really friendly atmosphere here and sometimes things turn out to be a bit strange. So I will ask you about a, maybe a nice, funny, funny story that you might have experienced in the past, but I can share one. So when I had an interview with one candidate, um, it was really strange because it was via WebEx and the actually the candidate had the radio turned on all the time. So there was music in the background all the time. And also during after, I think, 10 minutes, the phone actually rang and one of her friends was asking her how the interview goes. <laughs> so that was really a funny story. And yeah, it was one of the the really odd moments during interviews you can have but i guess you are talking to a lot of people during your interviews alexander so maybe you have also an interesting funny anecdote to to share 
Um, definitely. I mean, it never gets boring. There's uh, something new happening every day when you talk to people and when you're in people business. And I've definitely had my fair share of like all sorts of pets, for example, jumping into calls and yeah. just hearing a lot of uh, like meows and wows and this and that uh, during candidates interviews and have had some really funny moments there as well from my end that I have enjoyed. But that's the part about, you know, being real because it's it's our life, you know, and all of these things are part of our life and, and the interview process is nothing more or nothing less than that. So basically I do encourage people to just, you know, not freak out about those things and, and just continue the conversation normally. I mean, we... We, we don't mind <laughs> and we yes. definitely understand that those things can just happen about, you know, and it's, and it's life. Yeah. And I think that's really good, very good ending because to end on this note that we are actually interested in the life of our candidates and the story of our candidates to make them feel, as you said, real people. That's really a very important thing to end with. So thank you very much, Alexander, for being our guest today. It was really great to have you on the show to get insight into TA. I think you also have a lot of openings currently in TA, right? And you're looking for candidates for your group. Yes, uh, thank you very much as well, Ben. Yes, we do have actually uh, different openings, both for our FSP clinical team, as well as for our talent acquisition team. And I would be very happy, basically, if someone uh, would like to learn more about this or if they have any questions, I would definitely invite them to either connect with me directly or just have a look at our careers website. Yes, and that's what I would also recommend to do. So thank you, Alexandra, and thank you, Maike, for your insight during today's podcast. Thank you as well. Thanks, Ben and Alexandra. Time for some final words. We hope that you enjoyed our show today, that you found it useful to hear something from the recruitment specialists directly. If you want, please feel free to contact us on LinkedIn or visit our career portal website, as Alexander already said. Next time, we will be talking to Iris Bravar, one of our CRAs in FSP 360. She will be able to talk about her experience working for one client directly. Hope that you tune in again. All the best and until next time.